Good afternoon, Acadiana. Welcome aboard the Kane Radio's Chip Shots. I'm Teddy Sliman with you here in the air chair. Looking out on Main Street. It's a dismal day. True winter-looking day. Boy, I bet you these farmers would have loved this kind of rain about the middle of the summer. But we got to take it when we get it, right? Uh-oh, somebody's calling in. Let's see if that's on our... Hello, you on the air with Chip Shots? Uh, yes, uh, Teddy, please. Speaking. Teddy, this is Sally. How you doing, man? Who is this? Uh, listen, uh, can you give us uh, we have the 12, KC 1208? Right. Uh, we have our, uh, our fundraiser. You got it. You're on the air now, Sally. So you gave it a plug. So good going there. You timed it just right. All right. Thank you. Thanks, buddy. Bye. I don't think he knew he was on the air, but uh, nonetheless, KC's uh, with that fundraiser. We all know about that. All right. Back to chip shots. Let's thank our sponsors before we move along too far. Of course, we want to thank our title sponsor, GolfBalls.com, located in Lafayette on Arnold Boulevard. Uh, anything you want in golf, it's the holiday season, Christmas gifts coming up for the golfer, go to GolfBalls.com, and the shopping center on Arnold Boulevard, and I'm sure you can find it. They have everything in the world you want in golf. And if you're interested in uh, maybe getting a set of clubs, go out and try their uh, simulator where you can hit the, the latest and greatest of the uh, all the golf club manufacturers into their simulating try out their golf clubs. Golfballs.com, Arnold Boulevard, Lafayette. And of course, our local golf clubs, Eagle Ridge, Cane Row, Sugar Oaks, Bellevue, and Atchafalaya. Let's start out with Bellevue. Last month, they had their <coughs> monthly dog fight. Brandon Burdett shot 75. Ty Burdett, the owner, and Brandon's father shot 76. And then finishing third, Dean Dache, 77. Burdett's win all the time. I told Ty he needs to trek on down to New Iberia and try out their luck over here. And so guess who won the three-man scramble for Acadiana High's uh, boys and girls basketball teams? They raised funds for that with a golf tournament. Go get that basketball raising funds with a golf tournament. Can't they have a basketball tournament? No, won't raise as much money. All right, so 16 teams participated. Yeah, you guessed it. Ty Burdett, Brandon Burdett, and Mike Zerlot shot 15 under par and won that event. Long drive, Brandon Burdett, closest to the hole, Wade Rodriguez. Tied for second was uh, Bobby McDaniels, Timothy Womack, and Darrell Johnson. Minus 13. There was four, three teams tied at 13, and they won on the school court playoff. Okay, and then uh, Ty tells me that Brandon, uh, continuing his uh, good play, he's on fire, as uh, Ty said. He also won uh, at a Chafalaya uh, last weekend, a two-man scramble with his partner. I'm not sure who it was. And they also won the closest to the hole and uh, skins and all that good stuff. Okay, then down at Eagle Ridge, we had our monthly Acadiana Pro-Am. Nice going uh Doug Biard for promoting the Pro-Am. He is our tournament director. 144 players teed it up at Eagle Ridge. 
First place went to Ronnie H.A., Todd Viator, Doug Hunter, and Paul Olson. $150 they won. Once again, redeemable at golfballs.com. They actually won in the scorecard playoff at plus 14. They tied the team who finished second. Phil Molodas, Rene Dartez, Robbie Darden, and Mike Barrio. And they won $100, losing on the scorecard playoff and finishing second. Finishing third, there he goes again, Ty Burdett. He must have a, a, a contract with Doug for, uh, for getting him to win all, this, all these times. So he teamed up with Mike Fry, David Brown, and Carl Broussard. They were plus 12 and won $60. The low individual players went in $30 each. Garrett Terrio plus nine, Ronnie H.A. plus seven, Jules Hebert plus five, and get this Byron, Byron Price plus ten. Nice scores. Our next Acadiana Pro-Am, the season ending in December with a gumbo and all that good stuff, it's going to be at Sugar Oaks. And, of course, the date's first week in December unless uh, weather alters that. And then uh, we can always decide on other things. So uh, we're pretty flexible with the Acadiana pro Also at Eagle Ridge, they're restarting their MGA. As we all know, they have a big influx of members with their promotion they ran this summer. And so they are resurrecting their MGA. And then next month, or rather this month, they were supposed to uh, re-slope their golf course by the Louisiana Golf Association trying to get uh, uh, squeeze in a senior tee box there. I'm not sure how that's going to work. I'm anxious to see what will happen there because they have small tee boxes and can only fit so many according to uh, the way they rate them. Box score and I talked about that last time. Then down at Cane Row, specials galore for juniors, $25 before 1 p.m., $15 after. Veterans have a special as well on Wednesdays. Retired or active, $25. Senior rate, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, $35. Twilight rate, $30 on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, and $35 Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. If you want to be a member, be a nice Christmas present for your loved one. $142 a month with a lot of perks. You get 20% off year-round off of their soft goods, which they have a well-stocked pro shop. 10% off of their hard goods. $142, like I said, and the big perk that you get is you can book your tea time one week in advance, and that's a big advantage seeing how busy they've been when the weather is nice. And, of course, they chart your handicap on the Louisiana Golf Association's handicap system, and uh, finally they waive your MGA, Men's Golf Association, dues for the year. And uh, they are also licensed to uh, sell UL Raging Cajun logoed merchandise. Check it out. If you have someone that's a Cajun fan, might want to get them a stocking stuffer for Christmas. And then in that pro shop, like I said, well stocked, they have a big sale going on. All golf bags, 30% off. Cutter, golf shoes, 50% off. If they got the right size, you better go check in on that. Travis Matthews belts, 20% off, or rather $20 and all the hats, caps, and visors, 15% off. TaylorMade has a promotion going, too. Two sleeves for $22. Nice price there. They also sell uh, GPS range finders, which gives you the yardage verbally as well as plays music when it's not talking to you. Young people love that. The music now on the golf courses are left and right incredible. 
I'm the old-fashioned traditionalist. Quiet, quiet, please. Trying to play golf here. Also at Cane Row, their club championship was held, and uh, Jacob Hammer, a transplant from Homer, he's only 20 years old, he shot a, a nice score of 137. That's uh, seven under par. He edged out David Wiggins, who was four under par. On the senior side, they had some fireworks. Danny DePlantis won in a playoff in the most weird way over Richard Bourgeois. And the story goes, Richard hit the, uh, his tee shot in the fairway bunk on the first playoff hole, and then a bunker shot's not an easy shot, especially a fairway bunker, right? It's, uh, it's difficult just to get it out of the bunker for a regular player, you know, uh, an amateur player. Well, he, he hit it six inches from the cup. And then Danny DePlantis, you know, he had a kick in birdie. Danny DePlantis knocked his 20 yards off the green and chipped in to tie him. And then, of course, DePlantis, I guess with the shock factor, uh, won on the, uh, on the next hole. Weird stuff happens in golf. Never give up. So also at Cane Row, uh, pro Ryan Desimo teamed up <coughs> with uh, Brody LeBlanc and played in a pro scratch at Squire Creek in Shreveport a couple of Mondays ago. Fifty teams participated, two-man teams. They finished tied for 13th. Not a bad showing at three under par. The winners were Reed Balsarowick. Woo, that's a weird name. Anyway, he teamed up with Jake Marlowe, who is a senior on the Raging Cajun golf team, and they shot eight under par. And of course, Jake Marlowe is a member there at uh, Squire Creek. That's why he uh, must know that course pretty well, right? Out at Sugar Oaks, our weekly specials there, Monday and Tuesday, nine or 18 holes, only $22. And once again, they're one of the only courses that, op that are open on Mondays in our area. But the all-day special is Wednesday, $31. Play as many holes as you want, and that's a pretty good deal because uh, that's the day they have their, uh, their scramble, their Twilight Scrambles, right? So this past Wednesday, Olin Granger, Jim McLaughlin, and Keith Domain shot six under and won that scramble. Then on Friday, they had a shamble. Tam Rosemont and Robert Burton. Tim won the front, Robert won the back, and they tied for the uh, overall with 31 points. And then their team shamble, which was on Sunday, Tony Bigot and Lance Kipp shot even par and won the front. On the back, Eric Lachalet, Ronnie Finley, Monis won. And also at Sugar Oaks, they're kind of looking for work outside, so uh, carts, pulling up the carts, picking up the range, what have you. Go check it out if you're interested in a little part-time job. Call Kylie at 364 7611. And finally, with Sugar Oaks, the Gator Golf Club uh, had their last event at Oak Wing in Alexandria. And uh, winning first place in the first flight was Heath Boudreau, plus four. Second flight, plus five, was Nathan Como. And their next tournament was scheduled for this past Saturday, November 11th, but uh, at Beaver Creek in Zachary. I'm not sure if that got off or not because Boyd didn't bring me the results. But uh, they're contemplating having their um, season-ending event at uh, Mallard Cove, and I just came from that course, and I'll talk about it in a bit. Was uh, pleasantly, I was pleasantly surprised at the renovation. But uh, for the Gator Golf Club, or rather for the Lafayette Senior Men's Golf Association, their most recent event was played uh, on uh, their out-of-town event, their road tournament at Bayou Bend in Crawley. 
Sid Thibodeau, Brett Galata, and Myron Rodrigue, Eric Rosen. Those were the winners. And then their uh, Muni course, their home course event was played in. It was a blind draw format. Terry Clement, John Pierce, and Tim Marangos, plus 11, won that. And the uh, UL Raging Cajuns, uh, they've ended their season over in Hawaii with their tournament there. But this week, past weekend, Theodore was recruiting and had a kid from uh, Missouri there. So he was unable to take his son to uh, Drew's final tournament of the uh, season. And uh, so yours truly, Pops, got to uh, bring Drew that and thoroughly enjoyed it. It's the Texas PGA teamed up with the Louisiana Junior Golf Association, and they call it the Lake Charles Fall Classic, and it was played at Mallory Cove Golf Club. Newly renovated, I'm going to turn on box cars microphone here because we need to talk about that a little bit. Hello there. Oh, we've got no volume. Now we got volume. Yes. Uh, hello, Ted. Hello. So uh, let me give the results. Kai Hanks won at five, uh, three under par, rather. Uh, tied for second, Ben Blanco and Gabe Garoon, or rather Gabe Garson. I can't even read my own writing. Drew Finn is tied for six at one over par, but uh, had a very disappointing round. He was actually one shot behind the lead through 12 holes at two under par, and his driver went south as he hit uh, three wayward balls that cost him, uh, well, three strokes in the, in eventually the tournament. But uh, Boxcar Mallard Cove, uh, it's a link style course, and uh, like I was telling you, uh, talking to you during the week, we need to go play it. It's, uh, it's uh, not a tree on the golf course, and uh, they have the bunkers kind of like they do in Scotland, those uh, pothole bunkers, and you know, you, you got to strategically play the course. It's not a bomber's course. And uh, they have that in the rough, way out in the rough, they have that uh, natural grass. It, it was pretty impressive. Yeah, you were telling me about that. And it, it sounds like, a, um, you know, like a, a, a number one, um, probably an easier course to maintain. You know, although the bunkers can be kind of a pain. But uh, with no trees, you, you know, definitely can cut down on, some of the debris pickup you have to do during the course of the year. Yeah, you're right there. Um, you know, cutting around trees, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, it, it gives a, a different option for people to play. You know, I mean, we, we don't have a whole lot. We have, you know, technically uh, links on the bayou. Yeah, it's a kind of, I guess, a, you know, it's links. But I, I think there's a few trees out there. And uh, I know the island uh, in uh, Plaquemine, uh, they, uh, they have some trees out there, too. Mm -hmm. It's not totally, uh, so it's, you know, it marketed as links. Now, now the one in, um, oh, man, I always draw the blank between uh, Thibodeau and, um, and Morgan City. Is that, that was links, too, right? Yeah, it's kind of, I mean, yeah. I mean, it depends what you define as links. There's many definitions for it. But uh, this course, Mallet Clove, is truly Scottish designed because of the way that their bunkers are shaped and formed and how they, their, their fairways are very, very undulating and, and feed into these bunkers that you don't know are there sometimes. And uh, it's really tricky. I mean, like, I know Drew got in trouble with his tee shot, not necessarily because he was hitting it poorly, but you know, because he probably shouldn't have been hitting a driver off of some of these tees and should be playing strategic golf where you lay up to these these waste areas, they, they're called. But uh, 
Yeah, it's uh, it's it's nice, and and uh, it's been awarded Mallard Cove the Louisiana State Junior Championship coming up this summer of 2024, and also a huge national tournament. The American Junior Golf Association is going to have one of its events there in March. So uh, you know it's getting some good reviews when you get in statewide tournaments as well as national tournaments on your agenda. And and the funny thing about it, um, Chenault Air Base is where the old Mallard Cove was located and right next to the to the, the landing strips and they needed more landing strips so they they vowed to if they gave them the land the parish that they would build them a golf course and they did and it's a, a whole totally different piece of property maybe a couple of miles away only but uh and uh so now they the the parish or the city I'm not sure which owns the golf course, but they leased it out to this company out of Texas that is running it. Hmm. And uh, it, it's a beautiful clubhouse, nice facilities. I, I was impressed. Did I you, did you find out who um, who designed the course? Is it That uh, I did not, and that's a good question because I, I need to know that. You know, <laughs> maybe yeah. you can Google it. Well, I was just wondering if it's a, somebody with, you know, European back, yeah. background. Could you very know. well be. You know, that w- that would be a good point. All right, let me finish up with the local stuff. And uh, All right, we were talking about college last week. We talked about uh, Georgia Tech freshman Keel Fontenot, who is uh, a freshman from Lafayette on their golf, uh, golf team. Well, that strange thing happened, we talked about it last week, is uh, they had two tournaments on two different sites, Cypress Point and Atlanta Athletic Club, two different sites, so they needed uh, – two teams, and they didn't have enough for two teams, so uh, they recruited freshman quarterback Colson Brown. And he, imagine that, signing a football scholarship and uh, your first collegiate event is a golf tournament. But uh, back to Kale, he's, uh, he's playing some good golf, and Drew's can't wait till he get, comes home for the holidays because Kale Fontenot and Jay Mandel, plays for LSU, played a lot of golf with Drew over the summertime and, and previous. And uh, it's good experience for Drew to play with uh, upperclassmen like that and learned how the top-notch players really play. But back to Kale, he shot a 68 in a qualifying and won the ninth annual East Lake Cup. Um, and, of course, we all know East Lake is where they play the Tour FedEx Cup Tour Championship, the final round, and, uh, and that's in Atlanta. So... Uh, yeah, and it, Malakova is actually, I guess you said that. I, I knew that they, I thought the city had donated the land or whatever, or the airport, but it's it's a, it's, a, it's owned by the city of Lake Charles. Yeah, was, yeah, city's good. And they, you know, leased it out to that Sterling uh, Sterling, group. yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But I, I haven't found the, the designer. All right, well, I'll keep going. Uh, maybe you'll find it as I finish. Yeah, maybe so, you know. Then on, on the junior uh, golf scene, continuing with that, Miles Russell is a high school freshman. He won the Rolex American Junior Golf Association. We just talked about that because well, he can go. have a tournament there. <laughs> Player of the Year Award. He is only 15 years old and he's the youngest to win it since, you guessed it, Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods had the record. Now this kid does. I didn't get to guess it, Ted. You, 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 went, too, you <laughs> yeah, went too fast. You guessed it last week. <laughs> oh, yes, right. All right. Uh, a little locally now. My nephew Paul Jones teamed up with his old classmate from Catholic High School, Kevin Grow and won the Ellendale Country Club member guest. And uh, the reason I bring that up, it was a unique format, and Paul and I were talking about it uh, on the phone off the air. Uh, it's five nine-hole matches. 
where every hole counts, but you're playing every team in, in the field and you accumulate points for how many holes you win. So uh, they won two and a half holes above all the other teams that they played. So uh, pretty cool there. And uh, also, they have a unique uh, relationship. They've been all over the world playing golf together, Scotland, Ireland, what have you. But they also won uh, a few years back the Oakbourne member guest, which Paul's a member at Oakbourne. So uh, what a team, you know, winning both member guests on, in Lafayette and in Homa. And then on the Gulf States PGA, Greg Sonier, another former UL Raging Cajun player, now assistant pro at Lake Charles Country Club. He is in the running for player of the year, first place. In the, he's in first place as an assistant player of the year is, as he is still an assistant pro. And then he's in third place for the Louisiana-Mississippi Player of the Year. So good luck to him as the season winds down. Hope he wins it again. Well, here you go. I have some, uh, some Mallard Cove uh, designer news for you, Ted. Um, has a little local tie, too, over here. Uh, it was designed by Jeff Bloom. Um, and, and he was, uh, he worked, went, well, I started off with Von Haig, uh, Design Associates. Oh, okay. Um, in, <laughs> in Spring, Texas. And, um, he kind of oversaw a lot of golf courses in, um, in Mexico. Um, and then he kind of, when he went on his own, uh, he designed La Paloma Golf Club in Amarillo, Texas. Um, Elkins Lake in, uh, Huntsville, Texas, Grand Lake in Montgomery, Texas, Grand Pines in Montgomery, Texas, and Farm D'Ali. Oh, wow, cool. Yeah, so, I mean, this is a, has to be a totally different design than the farm. I mean, you know. Oh, God, no, no question it is, you know. yeah. So that's, that's pretty cool because, you know, a lot of times architects kind of have their, you know, it's kind of cookie cutter, you know, type yeah, of. Yeah, yeah, they, they have their, the design that they stick with, and, and yeah. it's, it's, it's pretty consistent. Well, that's good to know. Yeah. All right, I'm going to finish with this story. I was uh, at Planet Fitness today for lunchtime doing my exercises. It was too wet to walk in the park. And uh, I, I met up with um, one of my classmates from the class of 1968 at Catholic High School, Eddie Granger. I used to play a lot of golf with his, with his uh, father, Mr. Benny Granger, who had a nice little cut shot that would always never miss the fairway mr benny did mr benny owned part of k and he certainly time. did yeah. he certainly did and he did a uh, farm report too uh on the radio um no question he was uh, instrumental in in yeah. uh in broadcasting right here at k-a-n-e yep i remember that and uh, i played a lot of golf and, and learned a lot of life lessons from mr benny but um Eddie was telling me that his son, Ben, whom I gave a lesson to way back in 1998, was kind of resurrecting his golf game and going through his, pulled out his golf bag, and, and there was a note in there from me as, as to what to do. You know, I, I, I used to give notes to, to, to players after, um, after the... Uh, you never gave me a note. Well, mo most good players, I would say. <laughs> and so, and so uh, oh. he pulled it out, and he had a note from me suggesting what, what he needed to remember to do. Wow. But, but the story goes, uh, he, he, uh, he was playing golf and with his grandfather's clubs now, okay? He pulled them out, uh, and he used a four-wood on the number 13 at the Wetlands to make a hole-in-one recently. No way. Yeah, how cool is that? You know, was that I like mean, a persimmon? I, I, I'm, I, it's got to be. Or laminate, you know, laminate. Let's least. go to the phone line and say, hello, you're on the air with chip shots. Hey, Teddy, this is Ben Granger and the guy you were just talking hey, about. Hey, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that four wood's working good, huh, buddy? <laughs> 
Hey, you know, I, I just, I actually showed that little letter. I told the story last week. I was at an event in Miami, and I was sitting down with uh, Jared Rice, who's SVP of the PGA Tour sales, corporate sales for the PGA Tour. I was telling him the story. He was gushing over. He thought it was so cool. I showed him the list. And Teddy, I got to give you kudos. You know, he, he was looking at the list. He goes, that's good advice. <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, well, Ben, maybe you need to pass it on a box score because when I gave him a lesson, he says I didn't give him a list. I, I didn't get a note. No, all, all I was, all, all he told me was to pronate and supinate. That's all I remember. <laughs> well, man, look, it's good to hear you playing golf again. Uh, I wish you the best of luck on the links, but uh, you're going to have to upgrade your set now that you made a hole-in-one with uh, oh, Mr. Man. Benny's four-wood. So what, what kind of four-wood is it? Yeah, yeah. It was a, it was a old – so I have, I have two clubs that, that my grandpa left me. Uh, they're both the, the great big Bertha titanium. Oh, okay. Titanium shaft and titanium head. I remember back then when he got them, you know, that driver head was bigger than anything else. And now I walk on the golf course, I'm playing with my buddies. <laughs> my, my driver head's half the size of all of theirs, you know. Oh, yeah. But it was, a, it, was a, it, was a, it was a big burst of four-wood uh, titanium. And, you know, to tell you the truth, guys, like the day before I was cleaning up that golf bag, I hadn't seen that letter, Teddy, and it had to be two decades. Yeah. Right? So I'm looking, yeah. I'm cleaning up my golf bag the day before. I started playing, and I see that layer. I'm like, look at this. And here's the other crazy thing, and I, I might have missed if you said it, but that letter was was dated July of 1998, and wow. I was playing in July. And I didn't I didn't pull all this stuff together until after we were sitting in the tee box. I had to buy everybody in, the, in, in there around, of course. So we're sitting <laughs> there talking about it. <laughs> and and I'm, I'm, all this stuff's coming to me like, I, I use my grandpa's club for that. Hey. You know, I you that letter. I just saw that last night. It's unbelievable how it worked out. Isn't that special? You know, make a hole in one with your grandfather's forward. That's uh, that's something you'll never forget as long as you live. Yep. Mister Benny was smiling on you on that shot for sure. Oh, he he was he was involved in that. He always used to tell me when we hit. He goes, "Man, I'd love to see you hit a hole in one." And you probably know that he hit five in his lifetime. So he used to always tell. Yeah, uh, man, I'd love to see you hit that hole in one. He never saw it in person, <laughs> but uh, I had a feeling you saw that one. I, I think so. I think so. Well, that's a good story, and I'm so glad you called in. And uh, look, good luck with your golf game. If you still need some tips, uh, either me or Box because more more than willing to help you. <laughs> I would just Xerox Xerox the note and and just sell it on Facebook uh, Marketplace and make you some money, man. You know. Oh, there you go. There you go. <laughs> And also donated to the, donated to the Bayou Tesh Museum, you yeah. know, because it's a relic. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> well, thanks for calling in, Ben, and thanks for listening, and good luck with your golf game. And truly, if you need some help, you let me it. know. All right, man. I will do. Good to good to see. Uh, good to chat with you, Teddy. Thank you so much. Yeah, yeah. Mr. Benny was uh, was an important part of my life as a young man growing up. I can remember playing at Iberia Country Club, you know, and I was going through some difficult times. I was in between jobs, you know, and and uh, anyway, he gave me such good advice playing the, that that day with him. I'll never forget it. It was well, a like Saturday. Get a, get a job. Well, I was in between jobs, box score. No, if you have ears, just, you could hear. No, I was just saying, as that was his advice. Go go get a job. Ted. I can't give away his advice. It's personal. I, so. Okay, Ted. Yeah, I was just trying to make a little joke, you know. I know. So, um, You're but just it, like my wife. She but doesn't no, take my jokes either. That's a, that's a, that's a really cool story. And, and, but, but now I understand because 1998, 
See, my lessons with you were probably in 1988, mm -hmm. so you probably hadn't learned to write by then. <laughs> so, <laughs> Boy, are you full of sarcasm today, man? <laughs> Just have another drink, and we'll be back at the end of this uh, commercial break with a, another version of Boxcore. Hey, guys, if you're looking for the top golf experience in Iberia Parish, you need to look no further than Cane Row Golf and Turf Club. Low or high handicappers will enjoy the beautiful greens, the recently refurbished sand traps, and incredibly plush fairways. And by the way, you don't have to be a golfer to enjoy Cane Row. The brand new clubhouse sports some of the best burgers, pizza, wings, and many other choices along with absolutely the best, most potent margaritas that you've ever tried. So whether it's golf, food, or just some fun, come to Cane Row and enjoy. Golfballs.com carries the latest selection of golf balls, clubs, and gear from brands such as Titleist, TaylorMade, and Callaway. Get custom fit in our state-of-the-art golf simulator or shop our selection of high-quality apparel from Vineyard Vines, Southern Tide, and Bad Birdie. Featuring 20,000 square feet of golf equipment and gear, Golfballs.com was founded here in Acadiana 25 years ago and remains the world leader in golf customization. Located on Arnold Boulevard next to Harbor Freight Tools and, of course, online at Golfballs.com. Sugar Oaks Golf Course, located at 4002 Sugar Oaks Road, is an 18-hole regulation golf course. This medium yardage layout has adequate length, wide fairways, and not-too-difficult approach shots. Sugar Oaks Golf Course is a semi-private course that's open to the public. Our guest rates are very attractive, and our monthly dues are accommodating. Give us a call for your tee time. That's Sugar Oaks Golf Course in New Iberia. Phone 337-364-7611, 364-7611. Tesh Matters, 10 to 1, on New Iberia's home for the hits of the 60s, 70s, and 80s. Kane, 107.5. And welcome back to Kane Radio Ship Shots. Steady Slime and Ralph Boxcall Badger on with you here. 367-1240 is our number if you want to call, like Ben Roger just did. You see, if you if you call our show, you're guaranteed to make a hole-in-one eventually. Okay? <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> you're going you're gonna to guarantee that, right? I'm going to guarantee that. And yeah. I guarantee you can buy us a round of drinks when you do so. <laughs> <laughs> I can guarantee that for sure. Yep. Yep. Well, good stuff for sure. No, that's uh, that's an amazing story. I can't believe the the notebook paper you used held up for 20, <laughs> 25 years, we man. Had good, we had good paper out at Sugar Oak. That must have been some excellent paper, yeah. man, because I tell you what, I, you know, that's that's cool. Yeah. I, I would just like to know what the advice was because I, obviously I didn't get it. No, um, he's keeping it a secret, you know. He used it to make a hole-in-one box score, you know. I mean, come on. I bet you it was an early wrist cock, <laughs> um, full shoulder turn. Oh, grip. And the, the grip had to be. Had right. to be opening close, right? Yeah, yeah. So, all right. Well, let's talk about a little national golf. Is uh, that was a good good bit on uh, on local golf? But uh, yeah, boy, I tell you what, I don't know, man. You know, I, I've criticized this wraparound season for a, for a while now. I don't really like it. I don't really watch it. It's over with. Well, yeah. Well, I, no, I, I this know, week but, it'll be over with. But I call it, you know, but. But when you get a story that emerges like what happened this past weekend, boy, it just makes golf special again, you know. Oh, and, you're and not kidding, man. I mean, uh, you know, I, honestly, Teddy, I had forgotten about the, the personal tragedy that Camille Vajegas had uh, 
had, had suffered, you know, losing his. Uh, yeah, by the way, he was a winner of the Bermuda Championship right. at Port Royal Golf Club in Bermuda. Okay. Correct. And, and he runner up last weekend. So obviously, all of a sudden, he found, he must have read a note in his golf bag, you know, that gave He's him. He's got some, a good teacher, from some, what I understand. Some, you know, no, he said, you know what? He, he said, sometimes he doesn't look at his tattoos often enough. He has one on his left arm that says attitude and one on the right arm that says positive energy. But, um, yeah, in July of 2020, <clears throat> at uh, just 22 months of age, Vajegas lost his daughter Mia after a four-month fight with uh, tumors on her brain and, and spine. And then he had a bunch of, you know, injuries, you know, mm-hmm. himself. And, uh, of course, we all remember Camille Vajegas was, when he came out on tour, one of the really popular bright superstars. Spider-Man was his nickname because he would get down on all fours to read his putts, you know. Right. And, you, you, man, you know how things go. You, next thing you see at the local golf courses, you see golfers trying to emulate that, you know, and, and a lot of pull backs as a, as a result because they weren't as flexible as him. But um, he was, up until last week, he was signed up for the second stage of, of Q School. Um, and that was, uh, he, then he had the runner-up at uh, the, the Worldwide Technology Championship uh, last weekend, which put him in the final stage of Q School. But, there was still no guarantees he'd ever have a full-time tour scheduled again, but he, uh, he's got it now. Um, he controlled the way he played, controlled his emotions, hit uh, the ball beautifully, and uh, shot a 6-under-65, his second 65 in a row, and tied for the second-lowest final round uh, score at Port Royal Golf Course and returned after nine years to the um, PGA Tour winner's circle so great great story there man but it's it's just hard for me to wrap my brain around camille vijegas being 41 years old that it just yeah. seems like well, you know i know he's been missing in action i know for those long, long, what nine years since he's nine, won but yeah you know i mean it's just it's like he played for university of florida and it just doesn't seem that long ago you know but no i know but we we you start yeah. looking at some of these guys i i saw some guys the other day i've turned in a uh, tune into a, pina, a senior PGA Tour event. I was like, "Oh Lord, that guy's <laughs> 50 already!" It's like you, you know, time just you know, marches yeah, on. Marches you know, on. I mean, uh, but man, that was just so cool. Yeah, um, I'm so happy for him. You know, you, once again, that like you said, those feel good stories you love to hear. Because he had gotten to the point, he was just uh, you know, he was doing broadcasting on the Golf Channel. Yeah, um, and yeah. I remember. Uh, I'm not sure if he. Uh, I think you're right. Yeah, no, I know because I remember him trying to interview somebody on the putting green, and they had a live shot. I felt <laughs> bad for him. Because I forgot who it was, over the, but the guy literally just blew him off. He was just working on his putting, mm-hmm. and Vajegas was trying to ask him a question, and he just didn't even acknowledge him. You know, I was like, man, you know that 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 wasn't that wasn't too cool. But yeah. um, well, that's a couple of sideline notes to that tournament yeah. as well. Wesley Bryan and his uh, brother George the Fourth Bryan. Uh, George's never played in a PGA tournament before. He's 35 years old. They both made the cut. So that was pretty cool. And they, they were, he was, he was checking his phone as he was playing. Wesley was. And uh, I think, like they said, 25 times or something just to see how his brother was doing. Yeah. So uh, oh, Wesley tied for 35th. Uh, George tied for 69th. But they w- both won some money. Yeah, and they're, they're very close. You know, a lot of time with brothers, you see, you know, kind of a, uh, you know, they're not the best of friends sometimes, you know, kind of more rivalry than... I don't uh, know. I never had a brother. You haven't either. I, I have not had a brother or a sister, so, for that matter, you know. Um, I consider you a brother, so, you oh, know, yeah. so that's why we can't get along. Right? Uh, apparently, okay. you right. know, uh, <laughs> because you know why can't, we can't get along, Teddy? 
You know why? I don't drink enough beer? No, because you can't take a joke. Oh, <laughs> you can't take That's a joke. That's why I don't get along. <laughs> All right, getting back to Bermuda, we talked about this last week. Adam Long, uh, he hit the fairway 56 out of 56 times last week at the uh, World Technology Championship, and he continued his streak. Now he's up to 60-something. But uh, on the 60th hit, he had 60, in regular, 60 fairways in concession, and uh, he, he beat uh, the guy we talked about last week at uh, Brian Clare with uh, 59. So uh, now he's got uh, 60-something in a row. That's Fairways amazing. in a row. I mean, still, still pretty amazing. I, I, I literally could – you could give me a, probably a pitching wedge, and I couldn't hit <laughs> that many fairways in a row, you know. Well, you couldn't uh, hit it far enough to get to the fairway. So, well, yeah, you're right. Most courses <laughs> we play, the, the fairway starts at the – Tee box. We don't. We don't have any. Especially ca- the tee boxes we play. Yeah, we don't have any real no, they, carries no, to the we're seniors to the fairway. Well, yeah, some courses I'm a senior at. Some I'm still a regular <laughs> person. You know, so I don't. I, that's very confusing to me. Um, I wish we just need a golf course. You just uh, need to get older. No, we, no, we just need the local courses to you know get together and decide. Hey, what's 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 that gonna be our tee, tee box assignments? Let's all do the same thing. And, you know, it'd be cool. But of course, I mean, there's not enough membership at some of the courses. But, you know, inter-club matches, kind of get back to that. I remember at one mm. time that was a kind of a popular thing, you know, in the summertime and having little, inter, you know, squad matches between kind of Riders Cup type matches between the local clubs, you know. No, no, that, that would be I fun. I think that would be fun. If you know, the, you and the, I come up with fun stuff that we experienced growing up, you know. I mean, playing golf, not growing up, but, you know, just in, a, in our m- mid-30s and 40s. But – these young people nowadays—they've got a whole totally different view of uh, oh, yeah. what, what's good golf they and what's not. They just want to play a scramble. Yeah, that's it. You know, but but it would be fun. You know, even <laughs> if even if not local clubs against each other, let's say you know some Iberia Parish clubs against some Lafayette Parish clubs. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, and, in a and, club like that. You know, and, and yeah, and have you know have one match, one 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 month. You know, at, at your club, and then reciprocate at their club, and you know, then then have. Well, kudos to, uh, to Bellevue and, and St. Mary's because they, they both nine old courses yeah, do that. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and it's pretty popular. I mean, they got they got a bunch of players from both clubs that participate in that weekend. And let me guess, match. Brandon Burdett probably <laughs> wins everything, right? Yeah. I'm gonna have to go back in my annals and check, but I'm sure. He, oh, I'm I'm sure. <laughs> you know, uh, him a tie. Oh yeah. I think yeah. Ty has a tie. With Doug Beard, because <laughs> he wins in the programs all the time. He does, you know. I mean, he, um, yeah. I, I, I think you're right. Monthly there. winner. Uh, yep. There, there are certain people that seem to have lucky draws, just like when, <laughs> you know, the. the I'm gonna the, have to go buy me some of the lucky draws. The, the ladies, the ladies used to come out a lot when another person. Got used to ladies' draws. No, when the when the when the other person ran the pro am, um, the, the ladies would always come out <laughs> on the winning teams. You know, Shows even you. even though it was computer generated, right? Yeah, it must right. have been Whoa, a yeah. must have been a female computer doing the <laughs> doing the drawing because it didn't seem that way, but. Yeah, it's just a, it's good fun. I, you so know. next week on the PGA Tour is going to be the last tournament of the year, box score, with this ending of the wraparound season. It's the RSM Classic. Of course, that's run by Davis Love III at Sea Island, Georgia, his home course. And uh, once again, the last tournament. The top 125 get exemptions for next year, which is going to be a normal 2024 season. And uh, numbers 121 through 131 who are on the bubble for the top 125 are all participating in the tournament. 
And additionally, there are spots for the uh, AT&T Pebble Beach Classic at, uh, in, um, I think it's in February, and the Genesis, uh, two spots for those two tournaments which were designated as signature events for next year. And the top 60 are exempt, the top 50 already are exempt for that, so the top 60 from this tournament will get an exemption to those two big tournaments. And so they have, you know, people like number 61, Luke Liss, and number 62, Thomas Dietrich, participating in order to try to make that jump into the top 60. And then uh, finally, Adam Swenson is a defending champion on this Tom Fazio design course. And the last, this is pretty interesting, the last six winners all shot 19 under par. Hmm. Pretty, pretty, I don't know, pretty That's ironic. a magical number, huh? I guess so for them. Well, that's cool. All right. Something you want to talk about or you want me to just continue it more blah, blah, blah. You just continue, Ted, now chime in. Discontinue. Discontinue, Ted. Just continue. No, discontinue. I meant discontinue. I can do that, too. Yeah, let's shut it down. Turn it over to Turbo. I'm beginning to worry about Turbo. You know, Turbo just walked in, bro. Oh, he did? Yeah, he's back there. Oh, man. Like a stealth. I mean, he just. I'm telling you. Like a Tulane running back. Just slipped through that hole and just shot back to the back, man. It was So since you mentioned it, the Catholic Guy Coaches Show with. Turbo, also known as Tony Landry, the voice of the Panthers, along with Coach Matt Desmo, will be taking place after chip shots. Uh, yeah, of course, got they got their, their big, you know, they had a bye last week, so they uh, so they had a win. They get to get to get battle tested this week, um, and kudos to all the local teams that did, uh, you know, did win, and, you know, so the ones that lost, we wish them better luck next year, but we had some, uh, some pretty impressive wins, and uh, I tell you what, um, Man, uh, I, I know we don't get to cover them, uh, different parish, but Vanson Martinville pulled off a big upset and, and <coughs> um, uh, played really well. So, but but uh, you know, who do we have? Uh, we, we have, have Catholic, Catholic High. High. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Okay. So, so Turbo will be on the on the mic uh, doing the play by play. So and of course, if, to that. yeah, if you and if you want to advertise your business on on Catholic High football, there's going to be a bunch of people listening. No question call, about it. Call Teddy Sliman and. With any purchase of any uh, broadcasting package, you get a, a, a free golf tip yeah, sheet. written down. Handwritten. 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 Right. Good for no 25 question. years. Yeah. It doesn't expire for 25 that's years. Right. So that's pretty cool. All right. On the Champions Tour in Phoenix, Arizona, Steve Alker uh, at the Phoenix Country Club won uh, the 2023 Charles Schwab Cup, his seventh win of the year. He shot 17 under par. 14 under through the course of the 54 holes on the front and only three under on the back. So uh, he's a, he was a, a quarter horse. Got out to a fast start and then uh, just cruised in. Finishing tied for second was Ernie Els and Stephen Ames. I followed Stephen Alker uh, in, the, in the final round one year at uh, La Triomphe. Um, little, no, not say little, but I mean pretty short, redheaded guy. Mm-hmm. Um, short know, in statue? Yeah, probably. Five six five seven maybe it's from New um, Zealand. Yeah, yeah, a little red, you know, redhead and, <laughs> mm-hmm. and skinny, but he hit it pretty good. But I saw um, he didn't win that year. I think he might have finished top five, but uh, he was tied for the lead going into the final round. But I saw him hit what still might be the best, one of the best up and downs that I I've seen it over there anyway. Gator's jaw. He was over the green and kind of behind a little bush. and you know that's all that's a hard enough hole to get up and down from around the green you know and and i mean he had this flop shot over there and it's just 
pretty incredible. I was like, man, you know, that's he he um he guys, got guys play at a different level. He got choked up in the interview because uh, he lost his uh, in February. He lost his longtime caddy, Steve Workman, uh, passed away in in February. So uh, then moving on to uh, the DP Tour, they had their last tournament, uh, the Ned Bank Challenge in South Africa, and uh, played on the Gary Player Golf Course, appropriately named. Max Homer was a winner there. Uh, he went. Uh, Pretty much on vacation to South Africa, from what from what he said. He and Justin Thomas did a, saf a safari along with their wives. He he hadn't played golf since uh, the Ryder Cup, somewhat five weeks ago, and he's he's uh, he had a first time ever bogey free first thirty six holes, no bogeys, and uh, he. That's his first time ever. Not bo bogey free for thirty six holes. holes. Really? First thirty six holes. Yeah. Now you, I would not think I that's mean, a. It's not a great stat for a pro golfer, you know. To not have it? Yeah. Well, that's not to, – uh, to me, you know, it's nowhere near hitting You think 60. they should get a lot. That you see pros should have bogey-free rounds a lot. 36 holes on some of these courses they play where they shoot 19 under or 20 under. Yeah, I mean, I think that's – you know, yeah. I, I, that, it just doesn't seem like – I don't know, like a – Cra crazy stat, you know, but I mean, for him, that's personal for him. Well, no, for yeah. him, yeah. yeah, I understand. Yeah, yeah. he's a little flaky. <laughs> no, he's won a bunch of times. How many times is he? No, won? I didn't say he was a bad player. He's just out there. He's he's, he's Californian. You he's know, he's thirty-two he, years old too, from California. I thought he was older than that. I did too, because Rory's only thirty-four. Yeah, he he. Uh, by his win, he knocked out any any doubt that Rory will win the fifth. Uh, f for the fifth time, the race to Dubai, which is oh. this coming week. Rory's uh, a shoe in for that, so uh, but they can still have the tournament and do the secondary thing. But uh, that's pretty ironic, though. You know, Rory is the spokesman for the kind of the PGA Tour against the the Live Tour, but he's going to take that Saudi money, <laughs> you know, in Dubai. <laughs> well, it depends how you get it. It must right? come from a different bank. Yeah, <laughs> it's not all money. <laughs> all right, the LPGA Tour, the Annika named after Annika Sorensen's, has uh, had their tournament last week. And uh, it was to qualify for the upcoming CME Tour Championship, which is the ladies' uh, edition of the Race to Dubai or, or the uh, Tour Championship that uh, FedEx Cup has every year in the PGA Tour. And uh, that's going to be played at Turborn Golf Course in Naples, Florida this coming week. The top 60 get exemptions to that. And Lilia Vu... Won the tournament, 19 under par. Uh, tied for second was Allison Lee and uh, Azara Munzo at 16 under par. But uh, for player of the year, uh, Vu and Salon Boutier, a uh, French lady, French girl there, they have uh, both four wins. and only two players with four wins this year, so they're up for player of the year. Looks like Vu has got the inside track because two of those four were majors. And so it... If she wins, this will be the first time since uh, Stacy Lewis, that American won Player of the Year. Stacy Lewis, a player from Arkansas, quite a quite a while back. If if Vu wins, yeah, Vu. If Vu wins, yeah, who wins? Vu wins. Vu wins. Vu's on first. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know on second. <laughs> uh, you know, yeah, you mentioned Gary Player, um, Teddy, and I and did. Yeah. <clears throat> um, and, and I heard the streaks extended, but this is going back to, to April of this year. Um, 
he, he, now he <coughs> plays on his own golf course that he has, you know. But he says he's um, – 4,000 times? Well, this almost? was – in April it was 3,072 consecutive times that he shot his age or better. Now, he's 87, you know, mm-hmm. so – but that's pretty incredible, you know. I mean, he's never been modest, that's for I, sure. I've got a text that will state that because he, he texts Theodore. Of course, you know, Theodore has two players from South Africa. Milan's one of his protégés, Gary Players. And uh, he texts Theodore the, that exact fact. Yeah, I mean, I mean, he's very humble. He doesn't, oh, he God, doesn't, yeah. He doesn't like to brag about it or anything, you know. Yeah, I did 400 jumping jacks and push-ups this morning before I went shoot my age. Oh, he has that in that text, too. Oh, God. I, I Xeroxed it. I got it copied, and I'm going to put it in my golf bag and save yeah, there it you for, go. for a rainy day. When... Yeah, there you go. 25 years from now, you pull that out. <laughs> no, I mean, this, if it's true, I mean, who, I don't know who keeps – who would – Gary keep, Player? Yeah, okay. All right, Gary Player. You know. The only man that keeps track of that. Yeah, because, I mean, God, that's, you know, 3,000, not 71, not 73, 3,072 <laughs> consecutive times. But but that is pretty impressive. I, if, if, if it's true, I mean, I, I have to, you know, we'll see. All right, the USGA, uh, along with the RNA, has done uh, a revamping of the uh, handicap system that they use to chart people's handicaps. They're now allowing... Non-hole scores to count. In the past, non-hole scores didn't count. They have to uh, be paired up with well, another nine. That yeah. validates my uh, pro-am. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. <laughs> and uh, they're also reducing the minimum yardage. is being reduced to, uh, to, to uh, chart courses. Uh, let's say I have here 20 21% nine-hole rounds. And then uh, par three courses are also being included There's in their 700 in the United States where they're going to make an adjustment for par three courses mm-hmm. and the course rating and stuff. So uh, well, it's interesting, 21% of the rounds turned in are nine-hole rounds. Yeah, I, I kind of disagree with that. You know, I, Par I, three courses? No, no, the nine-hole, I don't think they should count because how many times, I can't tell you how many times, when I was playing well, this has been a years now, but when I was playing really well, I inevitably, and this was back in Sugar Oaks, I had a, a streak <coughs> of when I'd get to number 13, and I'd be either even one or two under. And none of those rounds did I ever shoot under par. You know, it, it, you ran into that stretch of holes, you know, 15 especially, 15, 16, 18. Mm-hmm. Nines can be so different. You no know? question. That's why and, they're doing it, though. Uh, I, I you know, just, and, 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 and they also take it into consideration playing conditions, you know, when charting your handicap. Like if we went play today on a dreary, cold, rainy day, yeah. it's a lot different than if we played on a nice, you know, spring or fall day. Well, no, it's totally different. So, yeah, they're taking that into consideration. Somehow it's going to be computed in to, to – Well, uh, how, how do you they, – they look at the weather forecast for that day? Or? Uh, they're going to have some kind of chart. They, yeah. They've got to because you, – you, you can you, rate the weather, I'm sure. Well, you, know? you don't think – you know. I mean, you, you yeah, most of them will be honest, but the sandbaggers are going to – Well, I mean, look, if you want a sandbag, just cheat on your number. You just take, take a pencil and scratch it out, you know. But these are people who, who want to play in legitimate tournaments and chart their – in fact, the, the growth of the game of golf, listen to this, since 2020, our COVID year – 2.3 million players in 2023, 3.4 million. So we gained over a million players. Oh, no, it's... So, you know, I mean, people are... Some people, you know, we aren't, but some people are serious about their handicap and 
being well, no, active. There's, there's a lot of these tournaments if you're going to play in them. I mean, like the, the Louisiana Amateur and stuff like that. you got to have a established gen handicap. You, right. just, you can't just, just say, you know, I'm a six handicap. And, and it's not based just on what, you know, if you're a – if you shoot 78, you're not a six handicap. You know, that's mm-hmm. – it's you're probably about uh, uh, four points something, you know, because you're only supposed to shoot that score like 20% of the time or something. Uh, you know, yeah. it's, it's, it's all kind of – But, you know, I never did agree with the handicap system, the way it's charted. I, I mean, they, they take the low 10 out of the last 20 rounds. Yeah. Now, why? Why the low? Why not all the rounds? I mean, well, I remember you, you're playing golf. But there was a time because I used to get my handicap at Sugar Oaks. And there was a time when it was your last ten scores. They threw out the high. They threw out the low. So it was eight scores that were, mm-hmm. and that was came out monthly. And that's that's what your handicap was. They did that themselves. I don't know. It was yeah. like a big, you know, these old um, you know, sheets. Yeah, you know, the old computer sheets that had the little punch holes all. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know who did it, you know, but, but I think it, it, was, it wasn't a Louisiana handicap system. I'm sure it was Don and them, you know. That did that. that yeah, did somebody that. wrote a program specific yeah. for that. But to me, that makes sense because. Well, I agree you, with you. You know, I mean, yeah, you have one bad round. You have one, you know, really spectacular round. But, you know, the rest. It, it doesn't affect. Be, if you have right. those two, it doesn't affect your, your actual. Right. And, and, and I think a handicap should be your average score. Yeah. You know, what your average score is. Yeah, no, I agree. It's way beyond, you know, I, the new math is way beyond what I, I can understand. I've got, I'm going to say this for next, next week because we, we're definitely not going to have a whole lot of talk about the rest of the year, but uh, records never to be broken. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, that, there's a top seven of them. That, the, the, uh, Gary Players rounds <laughs> shooting Ga- his Ga- age. Gary Players not on here. <laughs> okay, I'm well, sure I'm he, he I'm he'll write in that. Right. <laughs> I'm gonna add him. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna send him a tweet and say, Mystic Player, you're not on the on this list right here. Don't don't you think consecutive rounds shooting your age should be part of this? Yeah, I, I think mean, you ought to. God. I've got his email address. If you want it, we'll get it as soon as we finish up here. Oh, that's that's. Priceless. <laughs> you, you really ought to send it to me. I'd love to start drunk, drunk emailing Gary Player at night, you know. Oh boy, y'all that would, have a great relationship. That would be some good. What's the time difference in South Africa, though? I need a to, lot. A lot. Okay. All right. All right. Well, thanks for tuning in. And once again, don't forget the CHS Coaches Show with Tony Landry, the voice of the Panthers, along with Coach Matt Desimo, uh, talking about upcoming uh, Catholic High playoff game this Friday. Stay tuned. Sugar Oaks Golf Course, located at 4002 Sugar Oaks Road, is an 18-hole regulation golf course. This medium yardage layout has adequate length, wide fairways, and not-too-difficult approach shots. Sugar Oaks Golf Course is a semi-private course that's open to the public. Our guest rates are very attractive, and our monthly dues are accommodating. Give us a call for your tee time. That's Sugar Oaks Golf Course in New Iberia. Phone 337-364-7611. 364-7611. Golfballs.com carries the latest selection of golf balls, clubs, and gear from brands such as Titleist, TaylorMade, and Callaway. Get custom fit in our state-of-the-art golf simulator or shop our selection of high-quality apparel from Vineyard Vine, Southern Tide, and Bad Birdie. Featuring 20,000 square feet of golf equipment and gear, GolfBalls.com was founded here in Acadiana 25 years ago and remains the world leader in golf customization. Located on Arnold Boulevard next to Harbor Freight Tools and, of course, online at GolfBalls.com. Hey guys, if you're looking for the top golf experience in Iberia Parish, you need to look no further than Cane Row Golf and Turf Club. 
Low or high handicappers will enjoy the beautiful greens, the recently refurbished sand traps, and incredibly plush fairways. And by the way, you don't have to be a golfer to enjoy Cane Row. The brand new clubhouse sports some of the best burgers, pizza, wings, and many other choices along with absolutely the best, most potent margaritas that you've ever tried. So whether it's golf, food, or just some fun, come to Cane Row and enjoy. You're listening to KANE 1240 AM and K298CQ 107.5 FM, New Iberia. The voice of the Tash.